Welcome to our newest episode of Capital Markets Quickie from MVP Mind Value Partners. It was a bumpy ride on the stock market, and that should come as no surprise if you listened to my last episode on Sunday, October the 25th. Last week marked the end of October 2020, and November promises to be just as interesting. The stock market took us for quite a ride last week and the sell-off was largely driven by news that daily coronavirus cases have hit new record highs and by less certainty that we will see another round of fiscal stimulus in the United States this year. The German stock index stocks dropped 8.61%, the Dow Jones closed the week with minus 6.47% and the dollar gained some strength due to strong third quarter GDP growth. My name is Endrit Sella, coming at you from Frankfurt, Germany, Europe's financial hub and home to the ECB. Let's take a closer look at what moved the markets this week. With only a few days before the US election, a trifecta of worries around the political outcome, the path of the virus, and the lack of progress on another fiscal package weighed on the stock market last week. The S&P 500 fell almost 6%, which makes that its worst weekly decline since March 20th of this year, and volatility, as we talked about in last week's episode, jumped 40% from levels in prior weeks. So we should expect volatility to stay around, and that of course has to do with unresolved issues, which lead to uncertainties. And, well, we all know that the stock market hates uncertainty. So let's take a closer look at the three things that have gotten the stock market all worked up. Namely, election uncertainty, COVID-19 uncertainty, and fiscal aid uncertainty. Uncertainty number one, the presidential election. And yes, it does pose a unique type of uncertainty, the kind that happens every four years in America. Here's an interesting piece of statistic. Since 1932, there have been 22 U.S. presidential elections in 14 of those instances, that is, in 64% of the time, stocks declined the day after the election. Most of the post-election day returns have ranged between minus 1.5% to 0%, but there have been a few sizable declines, some of them taking place in recent history. For example, stocks initially dipped 5.3% after Obama's 2008 victory and 2.4% after his 2012 win. Stocks also declined 4% in the early hours after Trump's victory as well. Historically speaking, these post-election dips have proved to be misleading and short-lived. So I guess you can say they presented good buying opportunities, but don't take my word for it. Uncertainty number two, the resurgence of COVID-19 cases. While the path of the virus poses unprecedented uncertainty to the economic outlook, I think that much is obvious. Medical solutions are likely necessary for a return to normalcy and a full economic recovery. However, this time around, countries around the world seem to be better prepared and a repeat of the conditions witnessed in the early stage of the pandemic seems unlikely. And here's some good news. The U.S. economy closed the third quarter with positive momentum, rising by 33% in the third quarter, and that is a record for GDP growth in just one quarter. In percentage terms, of course, let's not forget that. And the recovery was driven by strength in consumption, which, as you all know, is almost 70% of the U.S. economy. We had solid gains in goods consumptions, while services spending recovered at a slower pace because of the ongoing mitigation activities and social distancing. 
Despite last quarter's improvement, the US economy remains 3.5% below its pre-pandemic level, which is still a large hole to climb out of. Last week brought the news of renewed restrictions and lockdowns in France and here in Germany in order to deal with the pressure of mounting infections. Non-essential businesses like restaurants, bars, gyms, and theaters will close for one month starting tomorrow, November the 2nd, but unlike the March and April lockdowns, schools and factories will remain open. However, it seems there is less appetite on the other side of the Atlantic to reimpose the draconian lockdown measures seen during the early stages of the pandemic, but more targeted and localized closures are possible if current virus trends continue. And that, of course, will make it more difficult for the economy to maintain its current recovery trajectory. Uncertainty number three, when is more fiscal aid coming? The strength of the third quarter rebound and the rise in spending on consumer goods, as we talked about, is a testament to the effectiveness of the fiscal relief provided by governments. With 12.5 million still unemployed and small businesses struggling, more support will have to be administered until a vaccine is distributed. The good news is that regardless of who occupies the White House next year, fiscal policy will remain expansionary, either via sizable direct government spending lower taxes, or a combination of both. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes today's Capital Markets Quickie. To all of you listening from every corner of the globe, I wish you all the best and stay tuned for our next episode on Sunday, November the 8th.